Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey, Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, or with Maria Menounos, whatever it is. It's Mr. Maria Menounos. It's not Maria Menounos. I'm sitting in for my beautiful and talented wife, along with Kelsey Alexander Meyer. Kelsey hey, Meyer. hey. I throw the middle name in there because I, no, love, I it. love it. Alexander's a great name. Cam. Cam. Yeah. Uh, today, this is going to be, I think, one of my um, my favorite episodes because I uh, not only get to sit with someone who I think is amazing at what they do, but also someone who's a friend and who's helped me personally, Dr. Kim DeRamo from Mind Body Television. You've heard me reference her often. Uh, she very much subscribes to... Uh, the Joe Dispenza work, but I think maybe comes forward in a much, in a different, maybe more feminine way. I'm not sure, but there's definitely something here that I know I zero in on and her fans do as well. And I believe you will too. We're going to go over a lot. Um, God, I don't even know how to abbreviate what we talked about because we talked about so much, Kelsey. Literally Uh, so much. But Kev, I want to read her quote. And I think we've actually read this before, but I'm obsessed with it. And it kind of goes into what we talk about today. Miraculous healing doesn't go against science. It actually goes beyond science as we have understood it. Interesting. And I believe that Mm -hmm. uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, there's a lot of takeaway here. So, So Dr. Kim, what I love about the Dr. Kims of the world and Dr. Allison, who I've mentioned before on the show as well, um, is she actually has a background in Western medicine. She's an ER doctor and worked in ER forever and then went on her own journey where she was um, stricken with an autoimmune disease that was very severe. And they told her all the things she'd never be able to do again as a result. And then that prompted her to go on her journey of mind, body, healing and to heal herself. Um, and so we're going to talk about that, how she got there. But what I, I love about her being an ER doctor is because you know, it's, it's a little more qualified. Sometimes we get a lot of healers that don't really have a background in science. So you can be a little skeptical, but with Kim, she came up in that way. So she understands, she understands also where you need Western medicine. Um, but she understands the East meets West is best principle. 
Um, so anyway, I think there'll be a, a lot of great takeaway in this. I know uh, there there always is for me. Um, please, if you um, agree, let us know in the comments. Or if you have questions, let us know in the comments on YouTube. And uh, certainly give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, you know, Kelsey, also we do Monday Motivations and Intentions. Check that out on Apple Podcasts. It's a, a show that's two to ten minutes. And we basically get little morsels on how you can make your Monday better, your week better, your month better, your year better, your life better from all these great experts, but just small bite size, easy, easy to apply stuff. So that said, Kels, let's go to, um, let's go to part one of our interview with Dr. Kim DeRama. We'll come out with some final thoughts. And uh, as we say in Boston, we'll see you shortly. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Okay, so I'm here with my friend, my YouTube guru, 
Dr. Kim DeRamo from Mind Body TV. Um, Kim, thanks so always for coming in and uh, helping us out here. Thanks um, for having me. I'm always you're always. You know, here's the thing that I now, thanks to you and Joe Dispenza, and I think my own life, every time that I now see someone who's got any kind of illness or disease, whether it's autoimmune, cancer, um, I'm moving right into what the emotional component is that got them there. But I think that, um, I think one to 5% of people realize that even doctors, I mean, they'll, you, you'll, they'll say, well, stress definitely plays a role. They'll say that like, we've all said that for the last 30 or 40 years, but I, I believe in my heart of hearts, it's so much more. And I know you do too. Can you, can you speak to that in a way that we can educate everybody on how much our emotions are bring, you know, bringing down our health or compromising our health? And how it can go the other way too, and how it can fix it. But let's start with that. Yeah, it, you know, until we're ready to see this, and we are open to a new way of understanding how our body works and what we're really made of, we, we may be resistant to this perspective because we've been taught you're just a physical, solid thing. Uh, all your organs are separate from each other and interacting separately. Your body's separate from everyone else's body and they don't affect each other. And that gets so ingrained that to embrace a new perspective takes a big shift. And sometimes for people, illness is that shift where we're like, I'm in so much pain. I'm ready to let go of everything I think about everything because I know it's not getting me there. And that is what I see as a physician is like the the big opening point. And that's kind of what the illness is serving in your life is to have you let go of everything you've believed and let go of what you think about everything and open to a new mind and a new understanding and a higher truth. So sometimes people need to be ready before they'll be open. Um, but in truth, you know, there's a lot of science that has shown this over the last 30 years that our thoughts affect our cells very, very directly and immediately. Uh, affect our DNA and, you know, genes getting turned on, genes getting turned off, genes getting repaired so that we can heal um, very directly and immediately. And that we are electromagnetic. We are pure energy, not just physical. And so it doesn't really matter all the science in the world if someone isn't really ready to see that. But as soon as you start to kind of get curious and open there, you know, the research and the studies and the evidence, as well as all the case studies showing this kind of healing and this kind of impact are very readily available. So if somebody is, whether it's an autoimmune disease, they just get hit with, or let's say something worse with something, you know, that's life really life-threatening, like a cancer. I mean, you said the first thing is letting everything go. Can you speak to that a little more? Yeah. So the understanding that we are pure energy and that our thoughts and our emotions affect our cells, that other people's energy affects us, that, you know, it's not just the mood we're in, but the vibration we're in is actually an electromagnetic frequency that can be detected eight to 10 feet away from our and this, body. By the way, and this is science. This is a mumbo jumbo. We actually are... We, our cells, we have electricity in our bodies, right? Yeah, even the EKG machine is, you know, it's on the surface of the chest. It's not on your heart, but it's detecting the electromagnetic energy of the heart. And we have other machines that can, from eight to 10 feet away from the body, some further than that, um, 
detect the electromagnetics of your body. So if you're in a, a higher mood of like lightness, joy, I feel uplifted, you'll have a different read on your electromagnetic printout. If you're in a state of anger or frustration or fear, you'll have a, you know, a lower suppressed electromagnetic uh, transmission. So there are lots of people that have, have been doing studies like this Institute of heart math. It's called HeartMathInstitute.org. They have a ton of research that they've published, uh, published about this over decades. Um, Harvard has the mind body, um, mind body medicine department. And they've done, this is where I started my study way, way back in like the nineties. Uh, but they've been doing this research since the early eighties. And, you know, if you, if you start searching for this, it's not really hard to find. It's not mainstream because there's not a lot of corporate entities that are going to benefit if you're healing yourself. So it, it hasn't been mainstreamized, but it's definitely not hard to find. And it's not scant research or poorly done research at all. Okay, so when we know that we get this diagnosis and we know we have all this going through our, this is what our body's made up of, right? What, what's, what's our first move? Like, what do we? So for me, because I'd learned this like years and years and years of studying this. And then when I was hit with an autoimmune disease, I was sick. I was tired. I was in pain. I had like chills and fever. No one could figure out, you know, I didn't know I had an autoimmune disease. I just knew I felt sick all the time and something was wrong. So for a lot of people like me, I was told there's nothing wrong. They couldn't find anything until later on. There were lots of changes in my labs that could be detected, changes in my thyroid, changes in my immune system. And that's when I finally got diagnosed with, um, you know, a severe autoimmune disease. But even with all the studying I did, I'd done, I didn't know like what to do with that. I knew, you know, mind over body. I was trying to heal myself, but I ended up just frustrating myself because the harder I worked at it, the more. Yeah, that's the irony, right? And I think a lot of type A people, it's like, all right, I can do this. And so like, I remember when my dad had cancer, he went into it with that, the same kind of rage and like male high testosterone aggression, like I'm going to fight this. Urgh. Didn't work. Well, that's the imbalance. That way of attacking life, that approach was yeah. actually what was creating the imbalance. And it wasn't until Oof. I finally learned to listen which we can talk about today. Like, how do you do this? It's easy, but I had to slow down enough and tune in instead of trying to like fix everything to receive what I was sensing. And some of what we receive, like it feels painful or uncomfortable and we just want to make it go away. But I had to really soften my body and let it in so that I could hear that wisdom. And basically it was my body telling me, Kim, life is not supposed to be a battlefield. Like you're on a constant self-improvement track of, you know, Tony Robbins and make it happen and you yeah, know, keep improving. Right. But that was exactly what was making me sick. I think and that's a big thing, Kim. Like, listen, I really want everyone to realize that, that uh, this massive irony, it's, it's that very thing of, I'm going to get better. I'm going to kick ass. I'm going to do better. I'm going to improve. I'm going to upgrade. All those things, ironically, is what actually helps bring on, along with the other pain and right, other things, childhood traumas and things like that, bring it on. But let go from there. Well, I have to say, I love Tony. I, I absolutely gained yep. so much from him and his work, but it's only one part of the equation. That's right. It's a it's step. It's a beginning. 
Right. It's masculine energy. And this whole society really only celebrates that masculine and the doing and the overcoming and the outer, which is like, I'm going to penetrate the world, right? You think of the masculine body. That's what I'm designed for. We all have masculine and feminine energies within us. But for me, it was way imbalanced. And the feminine is where the healing occurs. So receptivity, softening, listening, following the wisdom and flow as opposed to like overpowering. And so when I realized, you know, that one day after I had that diagnosis, I finally listened. Okay, body, what is right about this? I'm not getting. And I received the awareness. Like there was this deep sense of inadequacy that was driving all of that doing. And this sense of like fear of failure that was pushing me, pushing me. And then there's this belief like, well, if I'm not motivated, then I'm just going to fail. I'm just going to be some potato. Right. Well, we, cause we hear so much. It's like that fear of failure is what drove you to be successful, right? Like the, so many people will say, or we've been said we made it because we had that fear. It's not true. Motivation is not the same frequency as inspiration. And when I let go Oof. of that fight, Wait, Kim, stop. <laughs> this is what you do on your show all the So, Kim, you guys, Mind Body TV, I just want to like say it because I listen every week to her show. It's live on what, Wednesdays? Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Mountain. But you can get it, you can have the podcast version on your Apple, or you can just, you can watch on YouTube anytime you want. But the point is, you drop these things and you keep going. I'm like, no, pump the brakes. I got to get my notebook out. So, back up motivation is not, not the same the as inspiration. Frequency. Yeah, it's not the same frequency. It's not the same consciousness. This is the like sort of little hidden secret and why we don't want to let go of motivation because we think, well, if I didn't have that fear, you know, I wouldn't have been motivated to go to medical right. school. If I didn't have that right. inadequacy, I wouldn't have been, but it's not true. There was an actual truth in me that was stemming from inspiration. And I, I could let go of all the inadequacy and let go of all the fear and I would still be inspired to become a great doctor and to teach the truth about healing in the world. There's can, I back, can I back this up for everybody? And I know we have mostly female listeners, so I'm sorry, but, but I will take this over to sports where I've seen this. And I think Larry Bird is motivation, Magic Johnson, inspiration, Sugar Ray Leonard, inspiration, Marvin Hagler, motivation. I think that Michael Jordan, motivation, LeBron James, inspiration. And, you know, whether in their, their field, right, of just of sports, um, ultimately, it, it's a flip of a coin who was more successful. I think the, in, the inspiration tended to be more successful. However, in the big picture of life, you know, you see Magic and Sugar Ray, they both look 30 years younger than they are. They're happy. They're positive. You know, you see the other people I mentioned, and if they're not dead, they're really, you can see very drained, broke, still angry. Like, so I, I really, Maria's always been inspiration. I've been motivation. I've tried to push motivation on her. And you know what? I realize now that, yeah, it was it. like, I'm happy we ended up where we are and I'm grateful for all of it. But at the same time, I do now believe that inspiration, but but people like me have been wired for motivation and a lot of other people have. Now I know hearing this from you, like, wait, am I being inspired or is this just motivation? It's very interesting. As soon as you're willing to let go of the path of motivation, um, first of all, that's where you're really going to receive 
source energy that is like the more you give, the more you get, the more you put into your work, the more filled you are. And the, you know, I feel better at the end of the day or at the end of a session if I'm working with a group. Can we, I, can we say what source energy is? I'm sorry. Yeah. So when I'm, you know, running on my own fumes of like self, small cap, you know, lowercase s self, that's like, Kim, I'm smart. I can do it. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to learn more and I'm going to push harder and I'm going to do more, but it's a limited um, source of energy, right? Like I might feel more depleted at the end of the day. Cause now I'm like, Oh, or I come off stage talking and I'm like, Oh, I'm exhausted. It's because I was giving from the, the small little well of small S self. When I tap into the, the higher self, the higher mind and the infinite, which is we are all created from the infinite. I think that's a big premise we've got to look at here. And when I talked in the beginning of this session, you know, about that opening that happens when we got a problem that can't be solved from what we already know, we open to something beyond what we already understand. That's when people are more able to see like, well, there's more going on than what I thought was my reality and my small self. So this is sort of like a prerequisite for this work is that you're willing to understand like we are from a creator when we are part of that creator and the source energy capital S self, that self is infinite. So I'm an infinite self in a physical body. Great. Play it out as the Kevin or the Kim and do your life, but don't buy into the idea that you are that body, that you are that persona, that you are your education, that you are your, you know, nationality or your age or whatever roles you're playing. Mm. So that's what really sucks. A that's life. okay. There's another just you kill me, Kim. You just kill me. But that's a that's huge. You're not your you're not your age. You're not, I mean, it's funny watching. I just bring Maria's poor show down so far, but I'm watching 90 Day Fiance last night, and there's a 70 year old American woman who's artsy and just trippy, and she's you know got all this uh, all this art around her art pieces. Just very interesting. I mean, even her style, everything. And then a 24 year old from overseas, and so on paper you're saying, oh my god, this 24 year old guy is going to scam this lady for all her money. And you're going into seeing it, but seeing them both. Now I see the 24 year old Muslim guy who lives on a farm. He loves cats because they're silent and he loves silence. And then he shows all this amazing artwork and this poetry he writes. And, and basically he was, you know, saying like I, I, 70, that's just a number and 24 is just a number, but we just really connect. And they, I listen, I don't think it's going to work for other reasons, because more culturally being an American and a foreigner, but at the same time, like it, it is those things that we say, we, it, 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 you know, we hear like on the other side, age is just a number and it's all in your head, but really you're right. All these labels, I'm a star or I'm the number one attorney in the, or, or I'm 55 and I, you're right. Like, it, but we're really not right. I mean, is that's kind of what you're saying. Yes. Yes. And I agree with you that we want to honor the logistics of the course we're playing out, that someone at 24 may have different interests and a different path than yeah. someone at 70, as far as life. But to see the way they're connecting, it's like, oh my God, wait a second. I'm like, wait, they're, they're, their souls are connecting here. Like this is nothing, the, the numbers, none of that matters. They really do have a connection. And like I said, it'll be a cultural thing of like, hey, I like my life this way and you like it that way but but 
they really do connect. And, and they could still create a deep, yeah. found, meaningful relationship in whatever context that is that enriches their lives tremendously. So what's happening is we, as a species, you know, are becoming more um connected with the true self, like day by day by day, there's an evolution. And from the true self, you're not male or female. You're not an age. You're not a certain specific thing. You're, oh you know, Preach. infinite source connected. Yeah, no, but Kim, this source. is so important because I have so many, you know, we have so many female listeners on this show. So that's, those are the cards I'm dealt. And I saw someone at the airport that just, just yesterday that knew me because of obviously my fame from, being a you know be Mr. Maria Menounos. but um but the amount of pain people carry because it's I'm 35 and I don't have kids and my parents wanted all the first they wanted me to marry a certain person which prevented me to find true love now they just excuse me now they just want me to marry anybody because they and it's like there's no honoring the true self of this person because it's all the societal shit of yeah i'm i'm you know because and by the way i've tried people have tried it on me this i call them civilians anyone who's outside of this field of thinking to me is a civilian and by the way i love my civilians i, I love them I, I have a, a lot of friends who are civilians i know but but when someone says to me like you're too old to be a dad I'm, oh my god you're gonna at your age is i'm like Stop. My my 80-year-old father-in-law just put on a 3,000 square foot roof. <laughs> like, like, so don't there's no limit. I don't have those limitations are for you, you mortal, you civilian. Not mortal, I'm sorry. But like yeah, I think the muggles. So, it's but, a muggle that means you're bought into a specific mindset. What is it called? I'm sorry. You have a nice name for you that. know, in like the Harry Potter series, there's the muggles, and then there's like the you know, the magical people. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? And I understand the muggles and I have empathy for them because that they were, you know, programmed in that way. But, um, but I think so many people limit them. They, like they're coming, like, well, they'll come to me for help and for coaching. And I'll, I'm, I'm like, you're carrying so many bags of bricks that we don't, we can just put them down. Just put it down, freeze your eggs and have a kid at 50. You're fine. You know what I mean? Like that's what, thank That's the good part of Western technology. Right. Like, but, but there's so much stuff that we carry because I, like I love you, Kim. Like you still sing, and you—you—it's one of your like passions. I love that. I love that you're like, oh, I'm taking singing lessons, and I'm part of a little rock band in town. And like, why not? Why not go do what you right? But you're not living. But maybe when you were younger, you would have been like, oh, I'm a mom. I can't do that. I'm a doctor, right? You would have. Someone else would have done that. Yeah. Someone else would have maybe taken that path. And there's no wrongness to that. But it's a choice we all have to be magical or to be the muggle civilian. We it's a choice. So you it can, is a choice. Like I said, empathy, but and you realize like as wow, a muggle, you're limited. You limit your according to what you're saying, and I believe it, you limit your source energy. And if you're limiting your source energy, are you not this is where all the illness and the, because you're not living your truth or your, you know, you're, you're, you're putting your, you're painting yourself into this box that isn't real. It's a societal box. It's not real. The self has a lot of rules and regulations, assumptions, judgments, conclusions. And when you subscribe to and identify with a small self, you subscribe to those rules and regulations. 
when we go beyond that, which is you could say virtue, or I would usually say increase your frequency and increase your consciousness. Those rules don't actually apply to you. So, so same thing. I had my second child weeks before I turned 45. And you know, why is it that some women, they think they're old at 30 or, you know, 35. And I'm like, Oh no, what are you doing? Like, you know, you have so much ahead of you, but you're limiting yourself. But then also I think it's more weight on your body, which eventually is going to compromise your health. I see it all the time. I know for myself. And the science is there to directly show this. So it's not that you just hypothesize when you open up and begin to explore beyond the mainstream prescriptions, um, you can learn and you can from very, very reputable um, people who are getting amazing results. Like I've seen in, in my medical practice with people healing from autoimmune disease or even things like MS or cancer or things that really aren't supposed to diabetes, you know, things that really aren't supposed to in that collective small self aren't supposed to heal. No, 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 that doesn't happen. That can't happen. So there's some really strong conclusions there. But when, you know, you as an individual come up against that and you realize like, wait a minute, no, this is heavy. This can't be my truth. That's what happened to me when I got that diagnosis. Here's your diagnosis. Here's what you need to do. You're never going to be a runner again. You have to control your environment. Like my whole life just went away. And then I thought, wait a minute, what if none of that is actually true for me? That's not my truth. It's okay that he subscribes to that. And I can let him have that, the doctor, but I don't need to buy into that. The solution for me lies elsewhere. And that's when I really stopped looking in that system of conventional medicine for any answers. I I actually started looking within myself. I think, as we talk about this all the time, I think Western's great for, as you know, you were ER. So you knew like people came in for emergencies and you needed to be sewn up. You needed an organ removed or, you know, so honor, right? But- I think in the big, big picture, um, it's the Eastern practice. I was told by a coach, East meets West is best, you know, when it comes to this. You know why? It's because Eastern has a higher perspective of where we can ask questions from, right? It's a way more expansive mind. It sees life and the body from a way more expansive place. And so for me, it's about going to that source consciousness for the clarity. And if from that space of clarity, yes, take this medication, yes, have this surgery, great. But I'm not functioning from the consciousness of the collective that says, well, there's no other way to do it and doesn't even look. All right. So here's the thing. Briefly, we've I feel like we've established that um, this is how we get the illness, right? And this and and that it's possible to turn this around to to bring about healing. The hard part for me and Kim, I have this hard part with you when I listen to your show um, and I'm blessed enough to be in touch with you is the actual application, especially if you're like, if you are either ADD or you are a get shit done person or you're just go, go, go. And you've been doing that for so long. It's really hard to, you know, get to that place of to get to that place of uh, letting go, releasing, and and getting to a place where you can get a full, ask yourself, uh, is this medication right for me? Does that give me a full body? Yes. All those things. It's really hard to get there. So yeah. can, can you help us get there? Yeah, there's two things that, that come to awareness, but they're kind of really the same thing. 
And so one is like, is if I identify with that, well, I'm ADD, so therefore I can't get this or well, I'm this, so therefore I can't slow down a little bit. You got to soften around the way we see ourselves. We actually have way more power and capacity, just haven't accessed it yet. So, so we got to stop defining ourselves okay. by the, the illness or the labels or, you know, the habits. But the got second it. part is um, to begin functioning from a higher space can really only be done right here, right now. Not when I learn to meditate or when I slow down and become an easier, more easygoing person. So in this micro moment, um, how can I be with that frustration or the speeding up an ADD or whatever we're calling that sensation um, in a more present way? And so for me, it's, it's through accessing the body and physical sensation. That's where I will access uh, intuitive awareness or higher thinking. So I'll just first start by feeling my body and being in my body. Oh, I'm so frustrated, right? So now instead of being overrun by the quote ADD or the frustration, I'm aware that I'm feeling this. And then it's a sensation. It's an, a state I'm in that I'm noticing. Doesn't mean I'm making go away. It, that will happen. It just means I'm noticing it. So already I'm at like 2% a higher vantage point than it was a moment ago where I was just ADD. I was just frustrated and, ah, oh, what do I do? So that's the opening we're talking about. I'm frustrated. I don't know what to do. I'm at my wit's end to, oh, wow, I'm noticing frustration. I'm feeling and sensing what that actually is, right? Because it's an experience mm. and I'm letting the experience in. It sounds like what's the difference, but having an experience versus suppressing an experience is the number one quantum leap. Having an experience, okay, got to pause on this, yeah. as opposed to having uh, an experience as opposed to, what was the, what did you just say? So you can be part of even know, right? The stuff comes through so fast. Suppressing an experience. Having an what experience. I was doing when I had that illness, everything I did was to suppress the experience. I don't want to feel this fatigue. I don't want to be, oh, when I felt the chills and the achy, I was overwhelmed and it wasn't a matter of like, whoa, there's energy moving through. Let me soften my body and stay curious about this. It was like <gasps> clamp down, fear, control, call someone, call yes. someone, find solutions, Ooh. read another book. Oh my God. And I am like a bottle of cough suppressant for people in my life. No, I'm realizing this now for myself and for others because I'm the master of like fix, fix, which is suppress, yeah. right? And don't they even say that certain cough suppressants aren't good because you need to get the stuff out rather than suppress it. Most medications are not good for a chronic, like maybe that one day to get through your meeting. The acute thing, right. right. Not, that's the medical system is not designed for a, a system. It's more suppress. It's more for acute. So like, all right, let me plug up this diarrhea and take my 22 hour drive. Yeah. But wait a minute, my body's trying to flush something out with that diarrhea. So I'm not actually benefiting myself if I do that more than a day. My body's trying to, you know, clear some energy here and it's going to benefit me ultimately. So, have, so, so yeah, so a lot of times I can see why people in my life get frustrated with me because I go into suppress mode rather than just, hey, be in this space, cry be sad, be, you know, um, yeah. yeah. And I think 
Yeah, unfortunately, we are the 20th century practice, and at least in Western culture, is to suppress, right? And then other people suppress in other ways, right? It's it's it could be food, it could be drugs, it could be um, consumerism, right? Media, you're gonna get a little hit, you're gonna get dopamine hit, you're gonna feel a little high. But what I did was um, I put a little note on my phone: "What are you feeling right now?" So before I would go to check my email or whatever. Oh, let me check in. Am I doing this? Wait a second. How often do you do that? Every time. <laughs> Wait. So, so every time you check into your phone, you 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 ask yourself. You have a little reminder. How am I feeling? Yeah, that was a long time ago. I set the reminder, but now. Yeah, but um, I love that. It's just a you know. And now, why was was the social media and the emails triggering to you? Um, I realized that a lot of my actions and behaviors were from reactivity instead of from consciousness. So, you know, you don't do that until. By the way, 99% of us. Yeah. And you don't do that until you hit a wall. Till you're like, shit, why is my life not working? Or why is my health? I can't get my health back. Or why am I so dissatisfied? You don't look because you think what you're doing is still working. So until it doesn't work and you're clear that it's not going to work, you don't want to make a change because right, that, but that, Kim, but that's the problem. And that's where we have to help each other because a lot of people aren't quite there. They've got an Clear. autoimmune disease. They have heartburn. They, they're taking this pill or that pill. They're overweight. They're limping around them. You know, oh, my knee is that, you know, and it's like, it, unfortunately, it's like, I want to help people that are not sitting on bed with stage four cancer, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like getting people to realize now. You know what, though, Kevin, that will exhaust you. You've got to let life do that for you, that it will get that person there because it's going to kick them in the ass enough times. Or, you know, if they're resisting their right. expansion, life. Well, I'm not even talking about coaching. I'm talking about whoever's listening to this right now. I want them to hear. But, but if, you've got a community or, or you're developing who yeah. are already ready to receive what you're saying. Got and it. so now you can call that out. Yes. But you're not, you know, life's going to do that part you're of the right. work. And then it's a matter of like, all right, we're just going to light the ignition. I got to I gotta do what the fawn said on one episode of Happy Days, live and let live. Yeah. No, but I do. Yeah. I really do. Like, I, it's like, but it frustrates me hearing this because it's, I, I'm sad. I see a lot of people in a lot of pain. Um, but, you know, I go back to what my mother would say, worry about yourself, Kev. I, I was going to say what your mother says. It's actually in you <laughs> because what's showing up in your life is going to be a reflection of you. So it's, a, it, for, I did this for years and years. It was like, Kim, yeah. go deeper in yourself. And then people who are ready will meet you there. Wow. Go deeper in yourself. And it was just like over and over and over and over and over again, go deeper in yourself because they're reflecting a part of me that isn't clear yet. Because you, the state you're describing is when we're not yet clear, like, whoa, something needs to change. I'm all fucking in. I'm ready for open me up, show me the way. If I'm not there, then I'm going to be meeting all these other people that aren't there, but I'm going to be really frustrated about it. Got it. And so, okay. So I getting back, I took yourself the subject. I love the idea that you put this on your phone. So I had to have Let's the reminder that. that like, that was one of the go-tos I had that was like, <gasps> let me get a hit. And it was like, I'm unconscious that there's a discomfort in me and I'm trying to remedy it by like getting that little upper of social media or did I get the email or whatever I'm looking for. So my go deeper with yourself, Kim, 
had to be pause and connect with your inner state. That, that's part of the instant elevation tool, which is a tool I created for that expansion and acceleration. And so the first step is about awareness. And so by, and, by the way, instant elevations on drkimderama.com. Yes. So there's, um, there's a whole program we created called the instant elevation program to get you that mind body mastery. I am here. I'm manifesting. I've owned my power. Um, but then there's like a mini, you know, the video of it on my YouTube instant elevation, you can find it in there to get a little bit of a quickie. Um, right. basically that awareness is the number one because there's three parts, but the number one is your awareness. And what people do is, you know, you got your awareness, you shift your breath and shift your physiology because now there's power and then is conscious, you know, choice. Most people are in conscious choice. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do my affirmations. Oh, I'm going to have a good life. I'm going to think positive, but they haven't cultivated their power. So it doesn't go okay. anywhere. Can I just help the, like the 5% who people vibrate low, like me, if you're a fan of South Park, the underwear gnomes that came in to steal the underwear, they would say phase one, steal underwear, phase three, profit. And then you'd say to the underwear gnomes, okay, but what's phase two? And their answer would be phase one, steal underwear, phase three, profit. So the point is, I think we have awareness and then we have choice, but we're not doing that middle part. We're not doing phase two. We're being like the underwear gnomes. Yeah. Right. We'll have an awareness. We start with that. But then we just make the choice. Yeah, it's the middle piece that Maria has been practicing with Dr. Joe and with you, and it, it, right that that is you the have and, shifted from small self to capital S self. So there's no power. Wow, there's no power without the middle part, which is the breathing and the no okay. yeah, the manifestation can't happen. Shifting your physiology, clearing out cancer, rebalancing your immune system resolving pain you name it every single thing known to man can and like in short strokes is that meditation somatic therapy like what like what, okay you know? i would say put a whole list together of all the therapies and all the modalities right they're yeah. all on the buffet all of them right you don't know whether to pick some of the olives or some from the cheese platter or some nice caviar you don't know because you haven't connected so the first step is awareness. Awareness, you right. Be connected. And are you connecting as small self? Okay, I'm going to make it happen. Here I am. What do I need to do? Oh, wow. I'm in small self Kim who's scared and doesn't know her unlimited power. Nothing I do is going to create majesty. If I shift and practice capital S self-awareness, right? As soon as I become aware, oh, wow, I'm in fear. I'm, I'm picking up my phone and I check in, oh, wow. So that's the first step in the instant elevation. You set your alarm three times a day and you practice that awareness. So in basic, soften your body and it's basically, hi, body, how are you? The more you practice, the more awareness you get. Oh, wow, there's, there's a discomfort or, oh, I'm angry or, oh, I'm really scared, which is, you know, for me, I found was really common. There was so much fear in my field that I was just, getting above to power my way through and achieve. So I don't have to feel that fear today, but it's still here. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard about probiotics. We recently partnered with Just Thrive. Tina Anderson is the mastermind behind this extraordinary product. Why do we need a probiotic? 
the world we're living is so disruptive to our gut health from antibiotics that we take from roundup that's sprayed out over our food supply to stress we see symptoms like gas and bloating diarrhea constipation skin rashes autoimmune issues and allergies mood disorders so anxiety depression all of those types of issues are stemming from our imbalance in our gut and the thing about just thrive probiotic is you don't have to refrigerate it to be a probiotic it needs to be alive in your intestines, not alive in the refrigerator. And most of those probiotics in the refrigerator actually don't make it to the intestines alive, which is the goal. If we couple the Just Thrive probiotic and the Just Calm, what do we get? We know the probiotic alone is helping with the leakiness of the gut and helping all other types of things in our, with our overall health. But we know now when we add the Just Calm, it's helping with our mood. Guys, Just Thrive is a game changer. If you're ready to take control of constipation, bloat, and stress and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Just visit justthrivehealth.com and use the promo code HEALSQUAD. You won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Okay, so I'll, I'll bring it to me for a second. Um, I've been working on the awareness part. So I'm big on gathering data. What is making me feel good? And then what's making me feel not so good? And that's been the start. Yeah. But then I've moved right to choice. You have realizing to realize It's not gathering data. That's mind. That's going to bring you on an infinite hamster wheel to kind of nowhere. I need to. That's well, it's That's the awareness part. It seems it's the second part that I'm not moving into. Right. Well, so what we're talking about with the first part in awareness is actually a drop in to sense, feel, and presence what's here now. Okay. So if you drop into the body, and I'm just going to ask you to drop into your heart and feel your heart, to do that, got to relax the shoulders a little. Yeah, you can tell I am intense. Yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, we straighten the spine and just let the shoulders relax. That's a good first step to drop into the heart. Um, but you bring your sensation, you bring your attention into this area in the chest. So you put your hand there, you could tap on it a little, get yourself, your presence deeper into the body. Until we do that, it's just an academic conversation. Wow. And so in, in, in those moments, so I'm trying to really get my, get, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. I guess if you're doing don't, a three, don't, three, don't wrap your head around it. That's what makes it again. Kevin. This is where that's hard for me. But you know what? That got you somewhere that got you a win that got you survival that got you through whatever yeah. you were, you know, raised with. But the reality is it's not going to get you where you, where you want to go now. And you're right. not in that 
environment anymore. So that useful tool is not useful. It's actually harmful. Yeah, I can see that. So I'm just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, this, 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 this is not easy. <laughs> so is it worth it? What do you mean by that? That's a great question. Not going to be easy, but if you find the clarity of like, oh my God, where I get to go and who I get to be when I do drop in and I do live from truth is fucking massive and inexplicable. I couldn't overstate it. Who I get to be is a fully alive human being that life works on my side and fluidly and there's effortlessness, there's abundance, there's joy is so beyond worth it that yeah, bring on the discomfort. You, you're, you're not a stranger to danger. Doing the hard thing is not a problem for you. No. It's commitment and the clarity. Well, I think these questions help. Am I living truth? We can ask ourselves that. Are, am I living truth? So you know, like even a lot of stuff you just mentioned, stuff us, I think you gotta take a minute to ask yourself because I don't know about anyone else. I don't know sometimes. It's been so long of juggling so much and so many battles, fight or flight. Like I, I don't really know. That's why I'm saying that's my version of gathering data. What is the truth? What is the, like, I don't know that. And that's why I'm trying to pause more to go, Oh, this, this feels right to me. This feels, it's never been like that for me. I've never, it's never been what's right. It's been, it's, it's been the, like you said, it's been motivation or it's been, um, rescue it's been it's never been it's rarely been rarely been in looking at inspiration so it's 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 am i living my truth is that 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 seem accurate to ask yourself that question yes. we can't do that when we're in survival and so right. here's what happens we've got to be willing to give up the survival mechanism the protection the, the attack, the power that we think is small P power, the things we think work in order to have the real win. Right. And realizing that the real win, what the real win is, and do you know what I mean? And, and not what we thought the wins were. Yeah. 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 And that's why I said the clarity has to be there. If you think you're still in the win, like I remember I met a guy, he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm the happiest person I know, but he's full of shit. But he he was still upstream of that perspective and being g g creating illness or having his life fall apart or his girlfriend leaving him or, or like it was still like, yeah, yeah, I got this. I'm pulling it off just like for me, you know, early on. And then I got sick. But in the beginning of that illness, I was like, I'm going to power through this. I'm going to mind right. no matter. I'm going to do it. Right. I thought that way was still a win. And you don't give it up until you get clear. There's no way this is ever going to get me true prosperity. The, the win of the small mind, like I'm on top of it. I lots of money. I got this beautiful wife. Right. I want the outer win. Uh, we don't give that up until we find the emptiness of it, until we realize like, whoa, this isn't the fulfillment of what I know is really possible. Don't you think the pandemic helped yes. a lot of us see this? Yes. To go, what, what the? Hell yes. <laughs> like, and by the way, I don't know about anyone else's business, but because my business, that the way that business model works is now gone. So it's made it very easy for me to say, 
you know, what, what is this all about? You know, there are a lot of uh, catalysts happening and to those committed to the true path, you're going to like, even if not at first, you're going to receive it. Wow. You know what? It freed me to now do the work I really love. It freed me to now travel more free, you know, and kind of the glasses half full, you, you'll receive something to those who are not, you know, and they're still committed to the path of struggle this is just adding to the struggle. This is just the worst thing that could have happened. So it's a matter of, will I be on the path of truth or will I double down on what's not working? Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wow. So when you were going through, when you went, you had this autoimmune disease, you put the pedal to the metal at first, realized that that way wasn't working. Made it worse. (laughs) And it made it worse. Okay, so then what was the the shift and then the practices you put in place? The shift happened when I got to the bottom of that. And, you know, the thing I really wanted, I want to have the diagnosis. I want to have the answer. And when I got that diagnosis or the supposed diagnosis and the supposed answer was when I said, oh, no, that's not my truth. That's not my solution. My solution is not to clamp down on my life even harder and limit my life even more and just, you know, kind of deal with this and it's the rest of my life. No, that's when it broke the spell. Something has to break the spell where it gives you a kick in the ass out of that dimensionality of that way of seeing it. And that's when I really let myself start to listen and receive my moment instead of resisting it and trying to overcome it and improve it and get out of it. Something has to break the spell. And then when that happens, it's not to resist it. And to bring it back to Tony Robbins, it's that life happening for you, not to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you can break the spell by just asking, how is this happening for me? How is this? So, so you asked yourself with your condition, how is this happening for me? Yes. Okay. And I, I said, all right, body, it's me and it's you and me. I'm, I'm ready. What do you have for me? I'm ready to actually look instead of run away and fear and, you know, suppress it. And that's when my, I guess my wisdom just said, Kim, your life is not meant to be a continuous self-improvement program. You don't need to fear what you are. Don't need to fear what you are. And did you know what you were? I had the sense that there was greatness in me that was inevitable and didn't have to be earned or fought for. Doesn't mean I I didn't take action to, you know, to 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 work with that or to apply myself. It means I don't have to be afraid. I can trust that there's greatness in me. And then I can take actions to support that as opposed to fearing there's a failure in me and I've got to overcome it. So it was a completely different way of approaching myself. Now I'm working with this assumed greatness that's in me and that the heart's desires you have are what that greatness creates. Meaning like you don't have to work your ass off to strive and fight for your dreams, Kim. You already are that which you're seeking. And so now this way of living in uh, harmony with my body would actually create that for me. 
it opened doors. I met people. I had inspired ideas, had the energy to go to my residency and work my butt off. Like, but it wasn't what I saw other people doing, which was like, you know, give me an extra Xanax and, and antidepressant medications to force themselves through it. I had resources so that I moved through it more fluidly. And were there any other, were there any other physical things like breathing techniques or other practices you put into place? Yeah. So, um, I had had a really severe anxiety disorder when I was very young and it was, you know, this was a long time ago. So that wasn't even a word you heard. Like, I know I was going to say very advanced of you, very millennial of you. (laughs) Yeah, it's right. (laughs) So I, um, you know, I was given medication, but I realized very early that that was going to kill me and there's no way I could function and they didn't help me anyway. And so, um, no one around me had any understanding of what was really going on. So, uh, it was me and me. And I, and that was before I even learned about mind body medicine or had any books to realize that anyone had ever been through this. And, but I realized that what I was thinking about would affect whether it would accelerate to a full out panic disorder and I'd pass out or it would just resolve completely and I'd be fine. So I started to realize that my thoughts, what I was focusing on was affecting my physiology. And then I started to realize that the way I was breathing or moving my body would directly affect that as well. That if I started spiraling in the anxiety and trying to stop it, it would exacerbate it because there's tension and fear and stress, you know, I'm trying. But if I would just, soften and let the anxiety move through and just receive it and breathe, it would move instantaneously. Like it was a different breath. So I, I wouldn't say I made up the breathing techniques. I let my body show me how it wanted to be breathed and how, um, by softening and, you know, maybe just like moving more fluidly. I used to be more rigid. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to do it now because I'm, my shoulders are up high and I'm, yeah. Yeah. So more surrendered to life, it it let the energy just move right through. So, so what changed on that, that day after I had the diagnosis was really not just my relationship with myself, but my relationship with life. And that's what I had learned back then with the anxiety disorder and learning to breathe was like, will I let the breath move through me? Will I let life move through me? Will I surrender and let myself be soft? So I'm lived rather than like <laughs> clamping down, controlling, and I, the small self, am doing the living. It, it, that's just not going to work. So I think life's had me on a, a training program since a very young age of how to embody truth and how to embody light or source consciousness rather than you know clamp down and white knuckle it trying to live as the small self. Which is what we all do. Wow. Yeah, I think the, the it's the the, the the I love this three part the awareness and then the the breathing breathing work and then the choices. Yes. So from awareness, I had the clarity of oh, let me soften, let me breathe, let me let this move. Whether it's so that's when you could someone else could move in a 
like go to the buffet for somatic therapy or ayahuasca or talk therapy. That's when you get the clarity. Ding, 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 ding. Oh my God, the somatic therapy thing. Whoa, for some reason. It works for me. I'm going to make this phone call. Or you go to the coffee shop and someone tells you about a homeopathic remedy and you're like, ding, 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 ding. If you're not present, you don't hear the ding, ding, ding. You don't go to the coffee shop. If you're not present, you're just like rifling through the internet, trying to do everything you can. And it's a needle in a haystack. You may try a thousand things before you ever find something that's really for you. That second part is a big one. But I think that most people are choices. And then I think there's another group of us that's awareness and choices, but it's that middle part that you're doing the work with. And I, and I see with Maria as well. Yeah. This helps me so uh, much. Okay, Kelsey. Kevin. So your thoughts. Well, I, and I don't want to give too much away because I actually, the start of part two, I kind of talk about this, but I really love talking about the not suppressing the experience. And then for me, when she, and she kind of even like glazed over this, this is where Kev, you're so spot on with like, she's, she'll answer a question, but in within her answer, she has so many other things that you're like, wait, 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 wait. These jewels, these yes. diamonds come out of her. And I'm like, pump the brakes. Stop. Seriously. So she'd said, um, what's showing up in your life is a reflection of you. And that to me, I was like, ooh, I want to dive a little bit more into that. I think that that's so interesting. And we've heard you, that before. We've heard it before. But Kelsey, how do you interpret that? For me, it's just like there are things or people or whatever, things that like kind of like irk you, I think that come up in your life. That's like, Oh, maybe you, you need to work on that. Or maybe I've heard, but you know, we've heard before where it's like something that bothers you and someone else is actually something that you also do yourself. Mm. So when she said that to me, I was like, I took it in more of like a broad spectrum. I'm like, Oh, there are lessons and people and things in your life that keep showing up, but maybe that's actually a reflection of you and something you need to work on. And what you resist persists. She always says that too. So if you're resisting, you know, learning about that or going through the process. I mean, for me, um, the having an experience versus suppressing an experience. And I think that we mainly 99% of us suppress experiences every day. And, and I know a face value is like, what do you mean? I, how did I, how would I have suppressed this experience? But I, I think it is, an experience of emotion that you're having and, and it's, it's reacting with suppression versus um, having the experience. So I, I'll take it to a reaction form. I think we react by suppression and we suppress by, you know, through medicating, escapism, staying busy, all these other ways is how we suppress, you know, our emotions rather than just having them. I don't feel good right now. I don't, you know, I don't feel happy right now. I don't and just have that instead of whatever the fix is going to be. So that was a, that was, um, that was big for me. And I think the whole 20th century versus 21st century, 20th century being driven by motivation and 21st century, and I'm adding this part that, that it's a century thing, but 21st century being driven by motivation, but let's take away that theory and just, Go with inspiration versus motivation. You know, inspiration is going to bring you bliss, fulfillment, good health. But I think most of us are driven by motivation. And that's a big thing. Um, and then, you know, talking about source energy, 
you know, um, which again, it's not something I can even recap. I have to listen to the show again, but yeah, did, 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 I know in part tomorrow, we're going to talk about parenting, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really powerful. And what else did we go over for tomorrow? Tomorrow, honestly, we really, you guys focused on, on parenting and talking about, you know, kids, kids reading energy and how kids can feel energy. And you guys talk about telling your children things that might be hard. But also beyond the parent, the reason why, you know, we see kids, why are kids seem like they're so much smarter today or so much more intuitive Mm -hmm. and why are millennials so stricken with anxiety and why are they she gave some actual scientific answers that blew my mind outer body energy and how our outer body energies have actually evolved you know it's not like we've grown a tail or antenna like Mm -hmm. again our like primitive brains we think of evolution in terms of physical but she talks about how Um, the energy fields around us have upgraded so anyway we will get into that tomorrow you guys uh thank you so much for tuning in and being patient with us while um maria is away and um until then what kelsey we are until then you are gonna be a nice person make good choices and be present This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menounos or mariamenounos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.